0: Hello, my friend. I'm so happy you decided to spend some time with me. I'm Raven. You're listening to Unstruggling, a podcast where we support you with strategies for mental wellness for everyday people and bring some positivity to your day. What would you put inside of a mental wellness toolbox? Well, we have some ideas about what we would put in them, and we're putting four of them together to give away in January. Email unstrugglingpodcast at gmail.com with the hashtag Let's Unstruggle Together, and you just might be chosen to get one. My previous episode was on emotional, spiritual, and time boundaries. Today, I'm digging into the specifics of physical and material personal boundaries. Physical boundaries, which I think are the kind a lot of us are most familiar with, protect your space and your body, your rights to not be touched, to have privacy, and to meet your physical needs, like resting or eating, which I never thought about before. These boundaries tell others how close they can get to you, if physical touch is okay, and if so, what kind, how much space you need to feel comfortable, and how to behave in your personal space. The physical boundary I think I communicate most is that I don't want people to touch me without my permission. And life is really tough for those of us with this boundary or strict boundaries like this because a lot of people don't understand they forget, and they need frequent reminding. And I will say as a person with a visible disability, people are, it seems, more likely not to consider my personal boundaries because they believe they're just being helpful. I used to not communicate this boundary very often, and I just tried to ignore how uncomfortable people made me. For the sake of not being rude, this is very common for people to ignore their own boundaries because they don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings or come across as impolite. But remember, we're not doing anybody any favors by allowing them to make us uncomfortable and not telling them. That's not fair to ourselves or the people around us who truly do not want to make us feel uncomfortable, untrusting, or unsafe. So as time has gone on for me, my tolerance... (laughs) (laughs) of being touched without my permission has not increased. I realized that most folks will be considerate when I set boundaries with them, and I've gotten comfortable with just saying, please ask before touching me. I don't want you to do that. Or can you help me in this other way? It helps me to just be very specific with other people about how it is I want them to help me or whether or not I want them to help me. Because sometimes I just have to say, I got it. It's okay. I don't need any help. I'll let you know if I do, or something like that. Now, in my experience, sometimes people take it personally when we set strict physical boundaries, especially family or people we spend a lot of time with. I have an example of when I took someone else's boundaries personally. I went to visit a family member of mine who just had a child. I asked to hold the baby, and this family member asked me to sit down before they handed me the kid. The first time, I didn't think anything of it, and then the second time, I thought more about it, and I was like, why does it matter whether I'm sitting down or standing? I asked my family member, I said, is it because I'm blind? Something like that. The thing is, it really doesn't matter This is involving the comfort of a mother and the safety of a child. And so it's one of those things where if I have a problem, I should not make my family member think that my personal issue is more important than her child's safety or her comfort with the way her children are handled. This was a situation where I didn't realize I was questioning a boundary until after it happened, which unfortunately is very common for people in general, not just me. (laughs) In my episode on the basics of setting boundaries, I actually brought this up. I said, we don't often realize what other people's boundaries are until we've crossed them. Fortunately, I wasn't crossing the boundary. I did sit down the second time I was asked to. But I was questioning it, and I don't like that I did that. Because, frankly, my family members' boundaries are not about me. Someone else's boundaries are not about you. If we get offended by someone else's strict boundaries, or just boundaries that are stricter than what we think is justified, we have to work that out with ourselves. We cannot make that other people's problem. We should not expect for someone else to prioritize our feelings over their safety, comfort, and certainty. And I appreciate my family member for giving me a quick reason why they didn't want to hand me the child while I was standing. But really, it didn't matter. And they could have said that because they didn't owe me an explanation. I said that on my first episode on boundaries. Nobody owes you an explanation. And this is a lesson for me to just be mindful going forward. I want to say especially when it comes to someone's children, but in general. I can relate to having to set boundaries in this way. I don't have kids, never having kids, but I have a service dog and I have to set similar boundaries like this, where sometimes people want to interact with my dog at inappropriate times. And I am responsible for this being's safety advocacy and care. And that way I can relate to my family member. And so there are times where I give people explanations about why I don't want them to interact with my dog or why I would prefer they do it in a certain way. And then there's times where I don't. And I was disappointed in myself after the situation with my family member and their kid just for questioning that boundary because I'm like, man, if somebody would have did that to me... On a bad day, I uh, might not have been as gracious. Like I said, usually I am. Sometimes I'm not. Some other examples of physical boundaries are choosing not to be around people who are smoking, asking for more personal space when someone else is sitting uncomfortably close to you, expressing that you need to pause exercising to get some rest. I'm going to finish out this episode talking about financial and material boundaries. These boundaries protect your possessions, including your financial resources, your right to spend your money as you choose, to not give or loan your money or personal belongings if you don't want to, and your right to be paid by an employer as agreed. These are especially important, in my perspective, when we're faced with requests or people pushing us to share, give, or invest, or buy products from specific companies or certain types of companies. And setting these boundaries, as with any of them, doesn't have to be a strict yes or no. I never loan anybody money, or I gotta get everybody a gift, whether that's in reference to your family, circle of friends, coworkers, whoever. We can set boundaries as strictly or as relaxed as we prefer, where you only loan money to certain people, or you only loan money under a certain amount. Some easy outs when people try to hit us with requests, or I would even say emotional manipulation, is just saying, nope, I'm sticking to a budget, can't fit it in, or only buying gifts or giving money or loaning money to a specific Group of people. We can set boundaries like this anytime people make a request or demand of us that is material. But I think we especially have to be strong in the face of emotional manipulation or even faith manipulation, which you better believe I got an episode coming up about that next year. Because unfortunately, this is very common, especially with people trying to get money or get resources for their businesses or their personal gain, whatever, man. We have to be able to stand up against that. And it's very difficult when somehow so many of us learn that refusing to give to people or not allowing people to take from us even is impolite. That is very dangerous. So I want to encourage people to think about what their financial and material boundaries are, or just any boundary. Think about what your boundaries are so that when you come up against manipulative behavior, you can respond to it and do not give in to people. You said what you said. What I decide to do when someone tests my boundary is I just repeat what I said before to let them know I was not (laughs) misspeaking when I said what I said before. You did not mishear me. It really was a nope, please don't. Or I don't do that. I don't participate in that. Whatever. I'm going to say it the same way. I try to say it the same tone. Some more examples of financial and material boundaries. Choosing not to spend money on restaurant food. Not sharing your clothes and requiring that your roommate, or whoever you live with, asks before borrowing your car. I hope that these episodes are inviting you to think more about where your boundaries are, the boundaries of the people around you, or ways to talk about boundaries. I'm taking a break from this mini-series next week just to cover a different topic. I will still be here. We would love it if you reached out and let us know what you think of the podcast. Submit a review to help us help more people, Don't be afraid to just say hey on social media and visit us at UnstrugglingPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Let's unstruggle together.